What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 170 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about random things in gaming. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy on my left, your right. Chevy, hopefully you're doing good and are ready to talk about all the different videos that we're going to be watching today and game releases. How you doing? Doing okay. Uh, weekend flew by. <laughs> As they do. Time to go back to work already, unfortunately. Time yeah. is a-flying. All my weekends are just, like, gone. Yeah, well, you Since it starts kind of doubling up this week anyways oh yeah but uh you know here in a couple weeks we'll be chilling on vacation baby can't wait um which uh it's not nothing excited for this channel but uh maybe we can do some content while we're gone um yeah well good to hear uh outside of the weekends going by fast because uh I, i relate very very much um hopefully everybody watching is doing great as well and it is the first tasty cast of the month so that means we got to jump into game releases already so we're going to do that we got a list here via thegamer.com and it is showing all the games that are going to be coming out in august we're going to read through them and talk about our hype for them uh as we go through so uh starting we got august 4th turbo Golf Racing on Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. August 9th, we got Two Point Campus, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC, everything. Uh, August 11th, we got Cult of the Lamb, still haven't played that yet, PS5, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. Then August 12th, Marvel Spider-Man came out on PC. Heard a lot of people talking about it. Uh, August 15th, we got Multiverses uh, officially coming out right now. It's in beta uh, on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Let's hope for a Switch uh, port. August 16th, we got Roller Drome on PS4, PS5, and PC. Then on August 17th, we got Kirby's Dream Buffet on Switch. August 18th, there's a game coming out every single day. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Normally, it's like you know all at one day. Um, all, right. all right, so August 18th, we got. Uh, Thymesia, I'm a, a Thymesia, uh, PS5, Xbox Series, and PC, and then also on August 18th, we got We Are OFK on PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. August 19th, we got Madden NFL 23 coming on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC, and then August 23rd, we got Saints Row coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. August 23rd, we got Midnight Flight Express, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. August 25th, we got F1 Manager 2022, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PC, August 26th, Soul Hackers 2, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PC. That seems, it seems like this whole month, everything that's coming out is coming out on everything. It's kind of weird. Um, August 26th, Pac-Man World Repack, uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. Uh, August 26th, Nexomon plus Nexomon Extinction Complete Collection. Can't wait for that one on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. August 30th, we got Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed. PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PC. And last but not least, August 30th, we got TMNT, the Cowabunga Collection on PS4, (laughs) PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. Chevy, any of these games calling out to you in August? No. Not one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, not a single one. So it's really interesting because I noticed this like a month ago, but I'm seeing more and more people kind of talking about it too. So it seems like everyone's on the same page. There kind of seems to be 
a drought happening in gaming right now. And uh, I'm looking at this list too, and there's some stuff I'm going to talk about in a sec, but it is kind of interesting that even all the games I am interested in on this list, none of them are like must-haves for me. So it's kind of a weird time in gaming right now because the beginning and even middle of this year have been full of a lot of great games and yeah. we have a lot of great games coming. But right now it's just kind of a lull, which is... Uh, Interesting, but also we're always complaining about too many games. So obviously, I have deserve complaints that I'm not interested. But yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of titles there for me to not have any interest. There's just almost never a tasty cast where I ask somebody, "Hey, any games on that list uh, look good to you?" And there's like, no. Yeah. So it's just funny. I, I will say, I think Cult of the Lamb looks good. I just know I wouldn't play it. So. Yeah. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, Cult of the Lamb is out and. Uh, I want to play it, so I'm probably going to pick it up. I haven't done that yet, but I am planning on it. Curious about Marvel Spider-Man on PC. Uh, I already played it and beat it when it came out, but it is awesome. It's out on PC, and apparently uh, people are loving it over there So on PC, so that's pretty cool. Also, it looks better than uh, than every version uh, prior, so that's good to know. Uh, I'm actively playing multiverses. We will be talking about that when we talk about games we've been playing. Um, very interested to see how it is... Uh, how well it is, is um, supported as it, as it fully comes out and we get the first season uh, of content because I know they are adding uh, you know characters and stuff like that. So um, to say I'm interested in picking it up, I'm already playing it, so I'll continue playing it. Um, let's see. Saints Row. I have been on the fence on that game ever since it was announced, and I'm still not hyped for it but I think I'm going to pick it up because I found out it has two-player co-op through the story, and I would probably play that. Other than that, I don't know. I don't I got no hype for it, but I feel like I got to try it just because it's been a while since uh, Volition has made a game and made a Saints Row. So it's kind of weird, but I'm probably going to pick that up. Slightly curious about Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, as I like the OG games, and... I think that's about it, which kind of sucks. And sadly, the biggest game for me here is Multiverses, because I'm already playing it. And the one I'm most hyped for is Cult of the Lamb, but I haven't picked it up yet. So uh, use August um, to to catch up on all the games. That's, plus games. That's, uh, that's my plan. And uh, yeah. Anything else? Not really. It's kind of a dry one for me. Yeah, this uh, kind of a lackluster month. So yeah, let us know in the comments. Is there any games on this list you're looking forward to playing this month? Uh, any games that are not on the list that you want to mention maybe? And uh, any games that you're already playing? Have you played Marvel Spider-Man on PC? Have you played Cult of the Lamb? Uh, let me know if it's good. And uh, are you playing Multiverses? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right. Uh, that was very quick. Let's jump into what we've been playing, where we talk about the games we've been playing in like the last week or so. Um, I'll go first. So uh, two games uh, I've played that I can't talk about yet are Soul Calibur VI, um, which is our game of the month, uh, randomly picked. Uh, interestingly enough, I have had that on uh, PS4 since it came out. Uh, barely played it. Uh, it was on sale, very cheap. Uh, on Steam, so I decided to pick it up there so I could play it on my Steam Deck on the go, which has been kind of cool um, to be able to play Soul Calibur 6 anywhere. But um, that is uh, that's where I'm at with it, and I can't really tell you anything else other than uh, 
there's a lot of content I didn't know came out for that game. So that's a surprise. Uh, we will be talking about that at the end of the month, though. So make sure to come back for our full review of Soul Calibur VI for Game of the Month. And then, um, though I have played Yakuza Like a Dragon and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I didn't play them in the last week. Um, but I did play Little Nightmares quite a bit yesterday and uh, plan on playing some more. So come back for Plus Club at the end of the month and we will discuss Little Nightmares and the other games uh, for Plus Club. Uh, okay, so the games I have been playing. Um, oddly enough, Vampire Survivors, uh, which if you don't know what that is, it is a uh, 2D top-down move a character and make sure you don't get hit by enemies while you auto-attack game. Um, I mean, it's kind of like a, what do they call it, a shmup or whatever? I don't know. I've never heard that term before. Bullet hell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a bullet hell. It's, um, I, I kind of equated it when I was showing Josh it, uh, I equated it to something similar to like cookie clicker. It, it's not the same kind of game, but it's got the same kind of like monkey brain scratch that itch, uh, sensation of just like mindlessly leveling up for the sake of leveling up. Um, it does have more to it, but gameplay wise, it's a very basic game. Um, you literally just move a character on a screen with WSAD, uh, you know, an analog stick, the mouse, build. Uh, and yeah, your character levels up as you kill characters per run, uh, and then you have access to different weapons and upgrades, and you keep upgrading them until uh, you're all maxed out, and then you try and finish out the wave until you hit 30 minutes, and then fucking Grim Reaper or someone comes flying in and just murders you. Um, has a lot of unlocks, which is crazy. Uh, every time you get any kind of achievement in that game, you get an unlock, something brand new, brand bunch of brand new characters to play, a uh, bunch of ultimate versions of the weapons to play. Updated and uh, yeah, it's it's and it's a three dollar game, which is just fucking insane. Because like you look at it visually, and you're like, yeah, that, I mean, I get that. that's a three dollar game, <laughs> but the amount of hours of gameplay and content in the game, it's like, hopefully. The dude who made this made a bunch of money because, like, he he really made a really fun, basic, simple game that I think you can play anywhere. Uh, if you go on, like, um, uh, well, I don't know if um, the Apple Store or wherever the hell it's called uh, has any, but um, on my Android, uh, on the store, there's a shitload of copycats because the, the formula is just so perfect for mobile that hopefully Vampire Survivors... Uh, will come to mobile because um, it's it's perfect for it. Um, I downloaded a copycat that pretty much plays the exact same just because I wanted something on the go. So anyway, uh, Josh came over and I was showing him that. And then uh, and Sarah came in and we all just like played for hours, like letting each other, like we're just swapping the controller. Like, oh, you go, here's your run. You do this. We don't unlock a new character. Like, oh, try that character. Oh, new weapon. Oh, these cherry bombs. Check those things out all this shit and we just like played for fucking hours it was crazy i was like i can't believe i've spent you know this many hours on a saturday <laughs> fucking playing vampire survivors it's crazy but it's a lot of fun and uh it deserves credit for sure so um yeah i've unlocked i think i have like i don't know eight or nine characters unlocked now okay i have most of the upgrades upgraded uh, to a certain degree, a lot of them are already complete, but, uh, uh, there's a couple I haven't touched yet. Like the one that makes enemies more powerful and there's one that you can take items off that you've equipped during a run, um, which I kind of want to get. 
I'll say I haven't bought too many of the upgrades, so I'm not sure. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I bought a couple here and there, and then mm-hmm. I got the the one that allows you to re-roll. Um, but hmm. that's about it. I mostly just focus on achievement knock, knocking out for the most part. Gotcha. So. Um, I've got to the third map, I mm-hmm. think. Okay. Um, With all the tracks and traps and stuff like that. I do not like that map. Yeah, I don't either. Um, <laughs> I did okay on it, but... Uh, I ended up dying. I was like, I'm just going to go back to the other map and kind of grind out two maps so far. Two and four. Yeah. Yeah. Two is pretty cool. It's kind of basic, but it's nice. It's just a hallway. Perfect for achievement unlocks though. Oh, for sure. It's, it's almost seems too easy to play that, uh, that level. But, um, I was doing a hyper mode, uh, right before we started filming. And, uh, and that's where like the enemies come running at you faster, but you also move fast. Mm -hmm. Um, but it gives you better, um, I think it's like two times speed on everything or something. Like that. Yeah. But it gives you more gold and I think X, XP or something like that. I don't remember, but, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but if you have like, uh, any of the abilities that bounce off walls and stuff, it's like perfect because everything's just bouncing everywhere and exploding and blowing up. Um, yeah, the, I think it's called the rune tracer or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect on that map. I also, yeah, I was using the sloth with the cherry bombs and he throws those. And when they hit things, it does damage. They bounce off and then they have a chance of exploding until you upgrade them all the way. Then they blow up all the time. And then I was using the rune tracer as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm something else. I'm fan- fond of the cherry bombs. I know people like them, but yeah, I like them. I like them because they, they serve as a projectile, mm-hmm. uh, that does damage, but they also will explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once they're fully upgraded and you have like uh, more and more projectiles, uh, the room's just blowing up nonstop while you're shooting at people with it. Yeah, I tend to try to focus more on like, um, I think the the holy water when it's maxed out is really good because it puts a barrier around your character pretty much. Um, it's funny because I fucking hate the Santa water. I almost never use it. But yeah, once you get its ultimate, it just creates a constant like water field around yeah once it's max it's it's amazing yeah um and then um i know a lot of people like the garlic i think it's good in early game Uh, i think it tapers off really bad in end game i love the garlic but i love it it's funny you said that because when we were playing i was like it's so crucial to get that garlic like right in the beginning and just run through all the enemies because they die early on really easily and you get that jump on the xp early on and by the time it's like nine minutes in you're already like level fucking 30 or some shit and uh do you have the tiramisu yet yeah so you have the pistols and stuff no oh okay there's a combo with the the, you get both pistols and the tiramisu and it turns into the, the guns will combine and it'll free up another weapon slot after that but you just shoot in eight different directions after that. Oh. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even seen a gun in the game yet, but that's cool to hear. I uh, I just unlocked the thing you're talking about, though, I think. The respawn? The respawn, yeah. It's yeah. a revive. It has a 50% uh, health back when you revive. Because uh, I just unlocked that demon dude who has that naturally. Yes. So, yes, yeah. Yes. That's the only reason I even knew what you're talking about. But um, Yeah, I mean, there's a shit ton of items, so it's really easy to... <laughs> well, the game doesn't even show that. you... A lot of the hidden stuff too, like a lot of the items you got unlocked. Well, there's one character that um, I guess not really that spoilery. It's not really a story based game, but um, if you can beat the Grim Reaper, you get a character. But there's a trick to doing it because it scales to your level, mm-hmm. so you have to try not to level. Oh, yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. There's videos on how to do it and stuff like that, but you have to look into it. Yeah. That'll, I don't have that character yet. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to, that's a lot of setting up and hoping you get the right random drops. And mm. so it sounds kind of like a headache, but I'm sure there's an easy way to do it. Yeah. I was wondering though, because like, um, anytime he like jump starts attacking me, it shows damage on him mm-hmm. while I'm, while I'm hitting him back. So. Yeah. If you're like super high level, yeah, there's no chance he's got so many hit points then. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. You know, yeah, I for a game where you move, <laughs> there's a lot of depth. Yeah, it's it's really crazy because on surface level, it's a it's a very basic game, but the amount of thought put into it uh, makes it a, a game that I think is worth more than three dollars for sure. But um, yeah, I think as a unproven game, especially when it first came out, perfect price because it got people to buy it. So. Oh, for sure. And now if he makes something else, he can charge whatever he wants. Yeah, 100%. So. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen that story kind of play out multiple times with like in developers, so I'm always here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Vampire Survivors, uh, it's a lot of fun. If you haven't played it, I recommend it's it. It's three bucks. It's $3. Don't buy an energy drink that day. On Steam. Also, I was <laughs> looking at Steam. I don't, when when do they add this, or have they always had this? And I didn't know. There's a way to stream Steam games to your phone now? I wasn't positive about the phone thing, but I, I it doesn't surprise me they expanded that. I don't know, though. Yeah, because I knew before you could do it, uh, you know. Um, I knew you could have PlayStation. I didn't know you could have Steam in that regard. Yeah, I was looking at uh, uh, Vampire Survivors, and it said in its description where it says you can, like, stream it to other stuff or do this and that, it said uh, stream to mobile and show the phone. So I'm like, is that a thing they're rolling out? It would make sense because... Uh, you know, there's a bunch of things that allow you to play on your phone now. So yeah, well, and they've already kind of been toying with the uh, having your access to your library everywhere mm-hmm. um, via streaming and stuff like that. Yeah, which would be fucking great so. if uh, if they nail that. But anyway, just the thing I was thinking about. But yeah, definitely check out Vampire Survivors. It is a lot of fun, and uh, all you gotta do is start playing it, and you'll understand. <laughs> uh, the other game I've been playing in the limited amount of time I've had to fucking play games lately, my last week and a half. I saw this last taste cast too. Fucking, I've been busy for like a month and a half now, and I'm just going crazy. Uh, but in that time, I've been able to uh, get some game gaming in, and that uh, has been Multiverses, which has been a great game to be able to hop in and out of pretty quickly because uh it's it's a smash bros style game each match lasts like a couple minutes and you're done um in case you somehow don't know what multiverses is it is uh debbie b's uh smash bros uh competitor uh that's my thoughts and not not everybody's sometimes i'll bring up smash bros people like well it doesn't have to be I'm like it, but it is it's it's a it's, it's a smash bros type game yeah. uh but yeah, they uh, they use the WB characters, um, which is a huge range of uh, characters. Uh, I mean, they got like Bugs Bunny, and they got Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, uh, Tom and Jerry. Oh, I didn't realize they had Game of Thrones. I, I yeah. expected them to, but I didn't realize they were in the game. Already. Yeah, Arya's in there. She's been in there since it, the beta started. Um, huh. uh, Superman, so any DC characters mm-hmm. they're going to be able to add. Uh, huge, huge. I mean, I was literally just talking about this last night. It's 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 really smart because first off, you have to make a game that's fun. That's the most important thing. That's what Always. Nickelodeon All Stars <laughs> couldn't do. They yeah. made a really shitty game, but they have all these characters they could have put into a great game. Even PlayStation All Stars or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. PlayStation All Stars. It was okay, but like they had all these PlayStation characters. It's like perfect. WB, bunch of fucking characters. 
and they made a fun game. Yeah. So, and they put the time, they put the work in. There's so much little details that like make the game feel premium, even though it's free to play. Um, and yeah, so anyway, uh, free to play, smash like game, uh, WB characters. Um, I think Josh was telling me that WB has access to Harry Potter as well, which would be very interesting if they threw that into fucking multiverses. Isn't that universal? I don't know. I don't know. Josh might be lying. Or he could just have his companies mixed up or something. He could yeah. be. But let, me, let us know in the comments yeah. if you know. Um, long story short, though, they have access to a lot of properties. And so the amount of characters that could be coming uh, to multiverses mm. um, is, is pretty exciting. I know Rick and Morty's coming. Uh, makes sense. There's already a Rick and Morty map in the game. And uh, yeah, I've been, I've been playing it quite a bit. Um, I think I'm like only 10 out of 15 on the fucking the current uh battle pass though so it takes a little bit to get through that um but me and cody played quite a bit last night me and sarah playing quite a bit and uh it's a really solid smash like um i like smash bros i'm not in love with smash bros like a lot of people are um and one of the things i'm not a big fan of in smash bros is the uh just all the items that you can like pick up and grab and i know a lot of people love that thing or that kind of thing that's not really my kind of thing so it's always been a turnoff for me um, and Multiverses has an emphasis more on the combat and strategy of your specific character, but also the class you're playing as opposed to, um, you know, having the know-how of how to use these items, throw things, you know, catch things, all that kind of shit. Um, it also has a huge emphasis on dodging as opposed to, uh, you know, blocking, even though um, Wonder Woman can block, but that's a class thing, so... Um, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. I've been playing it quite a bit. Uh, in case anybody's curious, my favorite characters I've played so far uh, are Finn. Uh, he's really fast. Uh, I think he's an assassin class, so he has a lot of fast attacks. He can like pull a bag out and uh, start shopping for items. And the first one is like uh, a speed increase for your team, so everybody moves faster, which is really cool. Um, I think I hit 15 with him, so. Uh, got him maxed out, I believe. I think it might go past 15, but at 15, you get like the mastery achievement for it. Mm. So I think that's the max. Uh, I just discovered last night I like Wonder Woman. I didn't know that. Um, you get her when you complete the tutorial for free, and uh, or if you bought the thing, you, you got pants. her. Yeah. Um, but I was playing her, and she's a tank class, so she can shield her teammates. Um, and also has a lasso that she could pull people with and stuff like that. But uh, her moveset's just, like, to the point. She has a lot of, like, really quick forward attacks and a lot of, like, shield slams that throw people. It's probably why it's the character they give away. Yeah, that's what it made it made sense. Because yeah. I was like, I'm glad they gave her away. Because she seems like anybody could use her. There's only, like, three characters in the game that have expert on them anyway. So they're all pretty straightforward. But, um... Yeah, she's, she works really well. So I've been uh, trying to get her to 15. Um, I also really like Jake. Um, I don't know why I'm digging all the Adventure Time fucking characters. Uh, Jake's really interesting. I think he's classified as a brawler. I don't remember. Um, but he has like a lot of like heavy-hitting moves, a lot of charge attack moves, um, and some really interesting um, uh, aerial attacks, which I wasn't uh, expecting. Um it's weird he can turn to like a fucking horse and just like run around and hit people and turn to like a car and a fucking boat. 
and like his upward attack is him is like bottom of his body stays on the ground and he just kind of stretches in the air like fucking a noodle okay it's really weird but um pretty cool and then uh one of his upgrades allows you to stun people if you're doing that move and they touch you so that's kind of weird um yeah who else there's somebody else i really liked superman's pretty cool um he's kind of interesting though because he moves kind of slow but you can fly and grab people and just chuck them off a fucking cliff um i hate the iron giant i haven't really played him but uh He's really fucking annoying to fight because he just takes fucking damage. He can be at like 206 and it's hard to like fling him off the fucking map. Drives me insane. Um, and apparently there's, uh, hopefully they, they'll they balance it. There's two two people I've seen so far that have some cheap moves. Uh, Iron Giant can grab somebody at 0%, walk them over to the edge, drop them, jump on them, and do this downward attack that will just drill them off the map. So um, you, they're not always going to be able to grab you and do that, especially if somebody's helping, you know, hitting him while he's grabbing or something like that. But uh, that's something that should be taken care of. And then uh, I saw a video of somebody playing LeBron, uh, LeBron James, um, which is weird. He's a character. Uh, uh, is he was, that because of the uh, what's that? basketball cartoon, Bugs Bunny and all that? Yeah, uh, Space Jam. Space Jam, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he has a Toon Squad jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. on. But he has he has a move where he can throw the basketball into you, and I saw a video of somebody just getting slammed to a wall while he's throwing the basketball and just fucking... Stun locked. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I was like, they need to fix that. Um, they also need to fix the lag. I uh, In early beta, when I was playing it, I made a fucking TikTok claiming that, uh, that I experienced no lag, because I didn't at the time. Um... And people going like, oh, there's definitely lag. And I'm like, I haven't seen it. And now I see lag all the time. So I think it's just been like, as a lot of people have been like hopping on, I think they have over like 10 million people playing this game now. Um, or at least download something like that. I, but, I know uh, they've had a shit ton, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the servers are just fucking getting worked because like the, the lag has just gotten worse and worse and worse. So hopefully they can uh, work towards remedying that because there's nothing worse than uh, fighting somebody and uh, experiencing lag. But also, there's nothing worse than... than uh, the only thing worse than that is uh, fucking having someone beat you while lag was happening. Because it feels like shit, are, and I, I hate playing games Are like they that. hosting the game, or is that dependent on people? I don't know. Because you're gonna... If they don't have uh, a system in place for it, like um, a lot of fighting games, unfortunately, still don't... Um, if someone else is being the host, you're probably going to get lagged pretty frequently. Yeah, I just need them to figure that out because mm-hmm. that's the biggest deterrent for me uh, playing the game is I, I don't want to I don't want to fight somebody if uh, if lag is going to be an issue. I get every once in a while if it happens, I can look past it. But right. when it happens like semi regularly, it's uh, it's annoying. So oh, for sure. Hopefully they can they can fix that. Um, but outside the lag, I don't really have any complaints about it. I think it's a pretty solid uh like brawler platformer fighting fighting game i've been really enjoying it um the free play model seems fair it does have a premium part of the battle pass i'm not a big fan of battle passes um but uh it is free to play though as for uh you know unlocking characters you can unlock them all by playing the game and getting the in-game currency you can also uh purchase character tickets by buying the founders packs um I've, mobile like yeah 
I uh, I haven't done that. Uh, I've been unlocking them as I go. So um, I wanted to get the free to play experience so I could talk about it. Mm. And uh, it doesn't take that long to unlock a character. Some of them cost like one thousand five hundred. Other ones cost like two thousand. I think one or a couple of them cost three thousand. Um, and you can do that easily in a day. You can unlock multiple characters in a day. So um, if you're playing a lot, so. But yeah, overall, uh, I've been really enjoying multiverses, and like I said, it's free to play, so if you want to check it out, make sure to check it out, especially if you like Smash Bros-style games. Um, I think it is 100% the best competitor to Smash Bros so far in terms of anybody trying to rival it. Um, they've done a really good jo job. It's very premium feeling outside of the free-to-play stuff, and uh, outside of a couple things they got to balance, and who doesn't need to balance something in an online game? Uh, it feels pretty fair when you fight people. So it also offers uh, being able to fight against bots, which is nice, uh, and still get XP and level up. So you don't have to go fight uh, real people who you know might be no lifing it or you know stomping people who uh, maybe are a little more casual. Because every once in a while I watch people like run off the side of the map, and I'm like, "Ooh, okay." Um, and yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Definitely recommend it, and uh, it's a great game to play if you got a little bit of time or a lot of time so um yeah that's what i've been playing what have you been playing um so i also played some soul caliber 6 obviously can't get too into it but um i also picked it up on steam because the complete edition of it was cheaper than the base version of it on playstation real quick this is this is one of the reasons why i bought on pc as well I already have it on PS4. I've had it on PS4. I bought uh, whatever edition came with the first season. Okay. So I got, you know, um, uh, the characters that came with that. Mm. Then the second season came out of content, and I wasn't playing at that time. So I didn't know it came out, but I was checking it, and I was like, I already have content on my PS4. I could just buy the second season, and I'm already on here. Uh, I looked at it. I think it was like $34 for the second season. Um, and then I went on PC, looked at the version you're talking about. It was $31. Yeah, 31 some change. For all of the content. Yeah. And I was like, I guess I'll just have it on both. And I can play <laughs> it anywhere I want then because it's yeah. cheaper for me to get everything here than just upgrading there. So anyway. Unfortunately, it's a fighting game. So like, you know, it's not like you're really losing out on a save file too much. So, Well, oddly enough, I didn't play this Soul Calibur that much when it first came out because yeah. I was playing other games um so yeah i hopped in uh, i have played it before so i just kind of messed with some of the stuff uh checked out some of the new characters um do from samurai showdowns in it it's so weird uh it, it was really interesting because i went into the character creation right off the bat and so without talking obviously talking about my experience too much because we're gonna talk about it later um but yeah seeing all the other the season two characters that i hadn't messed with at all being in there and, and uh, in the character creator and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, there's another season. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I played that. Can't really talk too much more about it, though. Apparently, those seasons added stuff to customize your characters, too. Some stuff. Which it, is really it, interesting. Some. Yeah. Um, yeah. Played, uh, I forgot the name already. Oh, Tony Hawk. Played Tony Hawk a little bit. Talked about that at the end of the month for Plus Club. Uh, played yakuza like a dragon and because it is a role-playing game um i 
can't just play it a little bit. So I, I put a couple solid days into it to have an opinion at the end of the month for that one. Um, and God, what else have I been playing? I played a pinch of Minecraft, not a whole lot. I don't know if I brought this up last episode or not. It all kind of blurs together at this point, but uh, I started building an airship, uh, but it ended up being a pretty large project. So um, I need to be kind of like in the right mindset to hop in and work on it. But mm. um, I don't think I'll get it done in a day. I'll need a couple days to do it. Like it's visually an airship or is it like a practical one that works? Oh, visually. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if they added something. No, no. You'd have to push all the blocks and it would look goofy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, that would so, look really weird. Um, no, I'm just making a visual piece. Um, I saw... I often I'll get like recommends on my, my TikTok or uh, my YouTube for random Minecraft stuff all the time. And I saw someone make a pirate ship and I was like, I want to kind of take something like that, modify it and put it in the sky. <laughs> so, mm. so that's my idea right now. Um, working on that. But again, that's a time sink. And this month had, you know, biggest JRPG is one of the games I had to play. And then I also to move on to my next game I've been playing, um, been playing Ark. Uh, been pay- I pay for Minecraft and an Ark server. Um, and so I decided to go ahead and hop on the Ark server this month. And apparently it. I was in the mood for survival game because that's pretty much been what I've been playing the last couple of days for much more hours than I should be sitting at my computer. So um, started off I from the like when we started the server, I had like a real small little shack and and couple dinosaurs and then in the course of two days and and some co-op with some friends uh expanded the property got a bunch of pets lost all the pets moved to a new area started building a new house (laughs) so uh but it's been fun i uh, you've been telling me kind of left and right about fucking pets you're losing yeah but we probably lost about a dozen of them over the course of two days but um i hadn't played since pretty much I don't even know if they had a second map out yet the last time we played. And now there's like six maps. So Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, and the amount of... Like, I don't remember seeing tech dinosaurs when we played originally before either. And I've had a couple tech dinosaurs now. Um, which are really cool looking. Though, uh, so if you're doing stealth missions in a PvP server, there's no way you're stealthing with those fuckers. They light up. So, um, And just the sheer amount of dinosaurs uh, in the game now... The, the dangers are crazy high. Like surviving is way harder than it used to be. It's insane how much content they've added to that game. Yeah. Cause even when it first came out, it had a lot. Oh, for sure. And then they just kept adding shit. And then I didn't play for like years. One, and then coming back, I'm just like, Holy fuck dude. Like it's the same map I remember, but fucking there's more things here than there was before. Well, and that brings me to the other maps. There's things that are crafting recipes that are specific for those maps too. Mm-hmm. So whenever, you know, I get tired of this map, I guess, and, and, and feel like resetting to a new map or something like that. If I, you know, if that choice ever happens, it'll have completely different recipes and dinosaurs and stuff. So it's, it's wild. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's been fun. Uh, I always forget that those games will make the time disappear really fast though. So I just look outside the sun's rising and I'm just like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> so, yeah, games are your like task oriented and building mm-hmm. towards things or whatever. Time just melts. Well, and then like you know, as an example of time melting in the game, I went, I got a flying mount 
I'm not going to get too specific because I can't remember dinosaur names, but used it for a little bit, lost it, went back out, got a second one, used it for a little bit, lost it, ran back out, got a third one. That's my current mount right now. We'll see how long until I lose it. So, um, it's, it's crazy. A lot of that, uh, though, with the flying ones specifically, mm-hmm. their AI is really dumb, like really fucking dumb and they just get themselves killed. So, um, like your pets. Yeah. Okay. The flying ones specifically, because once they're zooming around, it's hard to whistle for them to make them come back. Mm. Some like sometimes they just don't even hear you. And I'm like, Oh, so like we were fighting we were trying to get rid of a, an alpha Raptor. They're like glowing red or whatever. And their stats are like ridiculously high. And I was sitting on top of a rock and me and Chris were sitting on top of a rock. We had our, our, our flying mounts on the rock next to us. And I pulled out a pistol and I shot at it once and both the birds went and just flew down, started attacking it would not come back. Raptor killed both. Nice. It's like, Oh cool. We're stranded. (laughs) Yeah. Even, even the, the random flying dinosaurs in general, their AI sucks. Yeah. They're dumb. Cause like, uh, the last time I played, as soon as I got a bow and arrow, I made a shitload of arrows and I started just shooting fucking things flying and they'll just keep flying by and keep shooting them. Yeah. I was like, Well, first, speaking of flying things, there's the little guys that hang out next to the water that do all this fishing. But then if you have food on you, they'll come by and steal the food off you. Not one. The whole stack. Oh. It's annoying. And they're everywhere. Everywhere. I hate them. So now when I see them, I just go, <laughs> kill them yeah, before I you close. Um, I also scared the shit out of Chris because I made a rifle finally. <laughs> and uh, something walked by him and I just kind of went. <laughs> shot it. He was like, what the fuck? I was like, I can only do that four times, man. Metal's precious right now. <laughs> I still remember when so. we played back in the day and I got my rifle and somebody's like, oh, you got a gun? I'm like, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, come check it out. They're like, okay. And like, I, I got up in a tower and I could see him across the field just running yeah. to my base. And I just like aimed and fucking shot him. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? He's like, I just died. I'm like, you died. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just died randomly. He's like, did you shoot me? I'm like, no, I, no, fuck, I would never shoot you. What are you talking about? Well, I had to remind Chris too that I didn't change any of the settings, so PvP is on. Is that because he was walking by or whatever, and he, like, he was pushing me with his dino or whatever, and I pulled out a club and I was like, knock it off <laughs> or whatever, and he like pushed me again. I went bap and I hit him with it. He's like, ow! I was like, PvP is on, dude. <laughs> he's fucking, he's fucking around too much. You gotta find out. Yeah. I also warned him because, like, I was trying to shoot something, and he, like, ran in front of me. I was like, whoa. Be a good way to fucking <laughs> have an accident. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had plenty of accidents. I actually got frustrated a couple times, but that was just because of losing things I spent hours on. That's the fucking worst, dude. Any game like that, if you lose something that, you, like, you worked hard for, you just had a lot of or you had a plan for, and just gone, and you're like, fuck. I hate that. It's like Chris pretty much turned into Chris Pratt and he had an army of Velociraptors with him. They got all one shot by one thing. And he's like, I'm so mad right now. I'm like, well, I just have to get more, dude. (laughs) No, I get it. Like, especially in those situations where there's nothing you can do. You're like, fuck, dude. Like, I guess that's it. Yeah. You lived. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That game's, that game's harder than I remember. And I think it's just because the variety of, of dinosaurs now. So, and then the heat, like dehydrating me constantly so and the place we moved is like up on a hill so the water's like way down below and the only way to get it was to make a piping system hmm. bring water up to us it was a terrible 
decision in that regard, but... I didn't know there was a pipe system. Yeah. Yeah, for gardening and making faucets to drink out of and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yelp and playing. I fucking I wanted to play it today, but I was like, I can't. I got things I got to do today, and I'm not the. That's not a casual game. So, mm-hmm. so but yeah, I've been playing it a lot. I'm having a blast. I I love survival games like in that style. I should say, mm-hmm. um, I'm not too fond of. Uh, even though I think the gameplay loop was fun of that one we played. I can't remember the name of it now, but having to restart a mission constantly. Oh, Icarus. Yeah. I, I fucking love Icarus, but I, yeah, I get I it. I like a lot about it, but that aspect right there kills it for me bad. So there's a, it's also why I don't play Rust. So Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but Rust just resets the thing, and this, mm. you know you're going on missions. So no, for it's sure. Like, yeah, it's like a, a temporary survival game. Mm. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Was it about Icarus? No. I was just thinking about survival games I like. Conan. Mm. Conan's really good. I also like Conan. Um, oh, on. it was about Icarus. It uh, there's a there's a mode where you can just build and keep your base, but I don't think there's enemies in it. But you have to like resource gather and stuff and build up stuff, but it's permanent. Hmm. I forgot what's called. But yeah, it has a mode for that, but it's definitely not what the game was built for. For sure. And it was made by the guy who made DayZ, so he's definitely trying to make a game that's like a little more. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, survival games are pretty hardcore already, but he was definitely trying to make something where, like, there's, like, shake and lose and oh, for sure. fail I mean, the mission. I'm not, yeah, and I have no problem with the game. It's just mm-hmm. not my style of survival game. Yeah. It's the same thing with Rust. Like, people love Rust because they like versing each other and they like that, just the Wild West feel of it, I guess. I look at that and I go, yeah, it's not my style of game. Yeah, like, I, I love almost all survival games and I don't like Rust, so. I think it has a lot of really good ideas in yeah. it, for sure. Um but yeah, I just I'm not a competitive person. That game really wants you to be competitive, so um, not, not really. It's just too big of a troll magnet. Well, I believe that. I think the sure. way the game's just designed just uh, is inviting to anybody who's trying to get up to uh, some mischief. So yeah, which is fine. Like if you're if you're just playing amongst a bunch of people like that, you're gonna have a blast. But um, yeah, it's not the right format for me. For sure. Um, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing. I did hop into 14 and, and do my summer event to get my swimsuit, but that was about it. So that took like 10 minutes. So <laughs> hardly worth talking about too much. So. Yeah. Yeah. You hop back into ESO. I was playing it for a little bit, like a month ago and then I stopped. Been busy. Yeah. Well, and you don't, you don't really stick to something for very long a lot of time anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks is a good like run for me, but I normally go like really hard on a game if I do play it mm-hmm. consistently. So, all right, uh, anything else? That's it. All right, well, let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing. What games would you recommend us play? If there's something you're playing, what games do you plan on playing? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right, we got some videos to watch today, and those are the Gothic 1 remake trailer. They're remaking Gothic 1. That's kind of fucking crazy. Uh, Also, on the remake front, Alone in the Dark, they're making another Alone in the Dark. Really crazy. And this is all part of the THQ Nordic showcase that they did. Uh, I I humored watching that showcase in its entirety, but... um, like 45 minutes and there's a lot of like things Mm. i don't think we're going to care too much about but i think it's kind of neat that thq nordic is at a point where they're making or producing so many games that they can have a whole showcase Mm. um because they they uh have been kind of building up towards that and now they finally have all these 
games that they're working on. It's super varied, so shout out to them. And then with Saints Row finally coming out soon, um, and me being confused on why I'm not hyped for it, we're going to watch Seven Things to Know about Saints Row to possibly uh, build some hype for that. So, uh, first video we're going to watch is the Gothic 1 trailer. Like I said before, this is from the THQ Nordic Showcase, so if you want more from this, they do a little talk in that showcase, but they don't give a whole lot of information. They just kind of say, this is coming out. Um, in case you don't know what Gothic is, you're like, what the fuck is Gothic? Uh, what are they remaking? Gothic is a um, uh, action RPG that came out uh, in the early 2000s, I believe. Um, 2004? Six, maybe? It was, it was a while ago. And... Uh, yeah, it's a game where you uh, run around and fight shit and level up. Um, I had to look up the story because uh, I played Gothic one a long time ago, but I don't even remember what the hell it was about. It's apparently about um, a bunch of... Uh, there's a war of humans and orcs fighting, but the orcs are winning, so they need these resources to build weapons, and so they have a bunch of slaves in a mine mining away. And uh, I guess your character starts in that mine, and uh, you end up like taking over the mine and the colony and... There's like three groups you got to join or whatever. It's 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 kind of an interesting story, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. I because uh, I was like, what the fuck was Gothic about? So it's been so long since it came out. That's why I was like blown away though. Like they're fucking why are they doing Gothic? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna watch this trailer and see what it looks like. Um. Did you play Gothic back in the day? I remember. Um. It existing. But yeah. I don't know if I played it or not. Uh, I remember playing Gothic three. Yeah, I remember playing Gothic three. That came out in two thousand six. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, and I couldn't play Gothic three um, because the game. This is such an old game, but so ahead of its time. It loaded. It, everything was loaded at once. So enemies you weren't even looking at were loaded somewhere. Uh, there was no load times. There was like when you walk into buildings, it was like seamless. There was mm. no like loading into a room or whatever. And so um, it did not run well on computers back in the day. And it did not run well on my computer, even though I was really excited to play it. But uh, I think I also remember playing Gothic. I just don't remember what happened. It was that long ago. So it is one of those kind of weird games uh, of the PC era when there was just kind of like the Wild West of like, oh, that's a game. Oh, that's a game. So Far less games back then, too. Yeah. Would you be interested in a uh, a remake of Gothic, uh, modern made, you know, more? Uh, I mean, if it's a if it if it's a good game, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, I don't have an affinity with yeah. the, the the property, so like I don't have an excitement in that regard. But that's where I'm at. If uh, you know, remake is not the same as is remaster, so that does mean it is a new game. Yeah, um, ground up. So maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at the very least, then we'll watch it. But uh, I hope it's cool because, like, I remember those games, and I'm like, the story was interesting. Mm-hmm. It might be worth uh, bringing it back because sure. it uh, came out in that weird time where, like, they were trying to make these ambitious open world games, but the tech wasn't there yet. So you know, might mm-hmm. uh, might work better uh, nowadays because everyone's nailed that now. Everyone can make an open world game now. So. Anyway, we're going to watch this, and uh, we'll discuss it after in 3, 2, 1, and go. That almost scared me. That PlayStation <laughs> shit. Done! Especially because they don't even do that anymore. 
I guess it's only for in-house stuff. Never mind. Gross. That's huge. <laughs> Yeah, it looks decent. It's in the engine, which is nice. This is obviously not CGI. I guess the mine makes sense given the story I had to refresh myself on. As a place I don't think uh, you would go at all. I'd like to, I mean hopefully they show something, but I'd like to see some gameplay because visually it looks, it looks decent. Yeah, for sure. It's a big ass mine. Let's head back. This is too dangerous. Now go back to that piss hole of a camp. No way, man. Not until we find that step. Crawl up! Nice. Seems like a, a good place to work. It's an interesting choice of a uh, trailer. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we think of it? Um, so I think it like visually looks pretty good. Um, honestly, a little a little bit promising in that regard. Obviously, I haven't seen the gameplay, so I can't have a, like a really strong opinion. Uh, yeah, that'll be key for yeah. me to have any hype for it. But uh, it almost gives me like. If I had any memory of the old game, maybe this wouldn't be so surprising. But. Um, I mean, it's almost giving me kind of like D&D vibes in the way mm -hmm. like the world itself is, um, especially with them like digging too deep and finding something crazy, you know, uh, that's attacking them. Fucking beetles the size of a football and shit like that. So, um, but other than that, it was mostly just an environmental trailer. Mm -hmm. um, and it was cool. I, I like, uh, though it would be super uncomfortable to work in such conditions that there's constantly rubble falling off the walls and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that right there... Uh, I'm not super fond of heights. Uh, so obviously this isn't real. That guy don't I, give a fuck. It's not affecting me, but uh, thinking about that in like a realistic setting. Yeah. No. A huge ass chasm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, it's, I think, I think it is a promising looking game, but we'll see. That's the perfect word I was thinking of, uh, as well as promising. This is, uh, promising in the terms or in the sense that, uh, it's showing in engine gameplay. Um, well, not gameplay, but in-engine um, uh, the world. And uh, so we're seeing what the game will look like. And it looks pretty decent. And it looks like it's fully realized. Um, I will want to see what combat looks like because uh, the original one is an action RPG. Um, and so there's a lot you can do with that nowadays as opposed to back in the day. It's very simple. Um, and uh, I'm sure they're going to make a lot of those systems more modern to uh, how things are now. Um but outside of that, uh, you know, because I can't go off of that. We didn't see any, any gameplay like that. It looks pretty cool. Um, it could suck. I don't know. But uh, from what I'm seeing, uh, it looks promising. It 
you know, I'm glad they uh, they went with the gameplay or uh, in-game um, um, visuals as opposed mm. to doing a CGI trailer because I would have just been like, oh, they're making gothic. That's interesting. Right. But, uh, but yeah, that we actually got to see what the game looks like um, was definitely the right move. So uh, I will definitely keep my eyes on this um, and uh, wait to see more. It seems like it's pretty far along, especially when they're telling people to wish list it already. Um, I feel like it's it's pretty far along then so but uh i guess we'll we'll find out once it actually releases but overall looks cool definitely uh definitely interested yeah anything else nope all right let us know in the comments what do you guys think about gothic one remake is it looking cool to you does it sound cool to you uh, are you a fan of the series already did you play gothic back in the day which is your favorite gothic game and uh i think a lot of people like gothic too and um yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to this remake of Gothic 1. Next video we got is also from the THQ Nordic Showcase, and this is Alone in the Dark official reveal trailer, which is really wild to me because Alone in the Dark is a franchise that has failed to get footing uh, for a long time. You had the original um, Alone in the Dark that came out, I think, during the PlayStation era. Um, I think it originally came out in 1994. It's like an old school, like adventure game, but it was horror based. I think it's like one of the original uh, survival horror games like mm -hmm. ever made, which is kind of crazy. Um, kind of goofy looking now if you go back and watch uh, footage of it. And then I think they made in Alone in the Dark in like 2001 or something like that. Um, I think it's on Dreamcast. And I remember liking that when I was younger. And then they made the Alone in the Dark that I think came out in like 2008 or some shit. And that one had like cool fire physics, but the game wasn't good. Mm -hmm. So uh, Alone in the Dark has like existed for a long time, but has never been able to uh, get any footing. So it's really interesting. I mean, if they got the, the rights to the game, might as well fucking try something out. But um, I think it's really interesting that we are getting Alone in the Dark because that is a game that I kind of forgot existed until I heard that they're remaking it. So, um, yeah, we'll watch this and uh, and we'll talk about it. Do you have any thoughts on Alone in the Dark? Probably not because it's a, it's a horror game. It's way out of my genre. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's dope because it seems like there's a lot of people making horror games lately. Um, a lot of triple A horror coming out, um, which true. is really fucking cool. Now, if only, and this is a weird thing, there's a fucking absence of first person shooters, which is really fucking weird. It's true. Um, and I know it's normally like the most abundant genre and everybody's complaining. Whoa, do we need another shooter? Do we need another shooter? We don't, we don't have any right now. Like none exist, but we're getting sort of a horror game. So, you know, take what I can get, but, uh, really weird to think about. Uh, so yeah, let's watch this and uh, we'll talk about it in three, two, one, and go. It's Alone in the Dark official reveal trailer. We also have a five minute thing I'm going to watch because uh, it shows gameplay. Might be spoopy. There is a house in New Now apparently this is going to be a reimagining of the first game, but it's not in the same setting. It's like in New Orleans or something like that. It's like in the south. Okay. Which is kind of an interesting setting. Someone's burning in nooses. Okay. Don't let them get inside, compare. They're not the good guy. Dosetto isn't cursed or blessed. It's a battleground. Maybe the dark man just likes it when you suffer. So it's decent. I like the facial animation. 
What kind of cheap? Have you ever talked to a doctor about your condition? This is madness! Going for the uh, over-the-shoulder Resident Evil style. Makes sense. Welcome to the Madhouse, Detective. All right. Before we discuss that, I want to watch another video that came out that actually shows. Uh, where is it? I think it's like alpha footage. So it shows actual gameplay. We're going to watch that and then we'll talk about everything. So this is uh, Alone in the Dark, new five minute minutes exclusive. It actually shows the footage twice. So it's only half this video we've got to watch. Um, okay. But yeah, three, two, one, and go. Yeah, pre alpha footage, which looks pretty good for pre alpha. So gameplay for anybody listening is essentially just showing environments that look like, you know, overgrowth in like a southern building and a third person uh, camera perspective over a girl walking downstairs. Um, some kind of detective looking dude walking around an old school house. Graphics are pretty decent, I think. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, only so far the only like weird thing has, has been the facial stuff. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, and if this is pre-alpha, it's going to get cleaned up more. So yeah. it'll, it'll look better. Just rendering along will do that. So. I'm a fan of the environments, though. This is something... I mean, I love Hunt Showdown, so I like kind of like that... almost like southern gothic look. Mm. Music happening or a little something, some ambient noise or whatever. Yeah, that's a little empty. Also, the impacts of the bolts didn't seem that interesting. Like blood was flying out, but like the enemies didn't look like they were doing a whole lot. So let's play the trailer again. We will just talk about what we saw. What do we think? Um, so I think it is um, visual style wise, it looks really good. Um, I think graphics, it looks decent. Like um, I do think the, the, the people look like they don't match the environment, the color yeah. palette wise. They almost look um, plastic. Which I kind of don't like. Um, small nitpick. It doesn't really matter too much, but I do think they should maybe uh, change their change it up a little bit. I also think the animations look like they're almost done. Yeah. <laughs> they're not quite they're a little smooth stiff, all the yeah. time, especially when he was aiming. It looked kind of bad. Um, but I'm not going to judge too hard. Again, this is this is still early. these are all things that are pretty easy cleanup um, things too. So I also worry though too because sometimes we'll see pre-alpha or like beta footage or whatever, and uh, the game looks exactly the same. When it no, comes for out, sure. So. Um, I just know like a good example of that is like uh, the Final Fantasy 16 first trailer versus the second trailer. 
very different. Yeah. <laughs> graphically. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so I do, I do think those are pretty easy fixes as long as they, they do them, obviously assuming they want to, um, I mean, otherwise tonally, it definitely feels like a horror game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's not something I will buy, but maybe it'll be fun to watch. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I should be careful because I've been burned by Alone in the Dark in the past. And obviously those are probably different people making the game, different devs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but from what I see so far, uh, it does look a bit early, but I do think it looks pretty decent. I think the environments look really good. Um, character models look pretty decent. They're a little stiff. Um, like that fire with all stuff flying around looks really cool. Um, but yeah, faces look off. So hopefully, uh, you know, that's just, hopefully just in the trailer. Hopefully that's something they can touch up, but I doubt they're gonna, um, shooting doesn't look that satisfying, but it's a horror game. So I'm going to be playing it for the story and the, and the horror aspect first and foremost. But, um, Shooting mechanics do matter a lot, and uh, that is something I would um, hope they they make better. So we will we'll see by the time we actually get our hands on it. But um, yeah, can't say I'm like hyped, but I am definitely interested that they're doing this. I'm interested that we're getting alone in the dark. I'm interested that uh, now is the time, considering other people are also making uh, survival horror games. Um, and in that sense, I am pretty excited about that somebody's making this because um, it was a defunct fucking brand for a long time. Um, whether this reimagining uh, of it will work or not, I don't know, but um, it's looking a little more traditional, a little more safe, which I think is a good thing because I remember the last Alone in the Dark that came out, they tried a lot of weird uh, gameplay mechanics that uh, at the time sounded cool. Um, I think you could like mix certain, like your inventory, you like look down, you're able to mix certain things to create things, okay. but it felt clunky, so it didn't work. Um, this looks like it's going for more of a third-person horror game, and uh, that might be all they need to do to try and get this game uh, going and get people excited for it. So um, as long as the horror's there and the story's there, I think people will like it because uh, um, visually it looks pretty decent. So Overall, I am interested but not stoked. So uh, I will also keep my eye on this. Um, it's funny how we saw less on Gothic, and I feel like we had more to say than what we're seeing right here. Really weird. Um, yeah, looks cool. I'll probably pick it up. Uh, we'll see if it'll be on sale though, or uh, day one by the time we actually uh, um, see more on the game. But what mm-hmm. I see right now, I'm definitely curious. Definitely something I would probably play. So yeah, anything else? Nope. All right, let us know in the comments what do you guys think about Alone in the Dark? Have you played the games in the past? Are you planning on playing this one? Is this enough to get you hyped? Uh, are you kind of just going to pay attention to it and see where it goes or are you not into what you're seeing uh we think about the setting and what would you like to see uh from a remake of the original alone in the dark and if you liked any of the alone alone in the darks in the past which was uh which one was one you liked uh the most let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below Last video we are watching is Saints Row, Seven Things to Know About It. This is for me personally. I just would like to get some info, see if I can get hyped for this game. Um, maybe it can do something for Chevy. I don't know. Unlikely. We'll, we'll talk about it in a sec. But uh, 
but yeah, this game's coming out. Volition's making it. Um, they've made great games in the past. They made some games I'm not a big fan of, and uh, they are bringing back Saints Row, and it seems a little more grounded than where they went with Saints Row 4, but also still kind of crazy, like Saints Row 3. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like I should uh, be excited for this, but I can't. I can't muster any fucking uh, any hype for it, which is really weird. So hopefully this can alleviate some of that. Chevy, uh, what do you think about Saints Row, the series? But also, uh, what are your thoughts on a new Saints Row coming out? Um, so my thoughts on the series is they pretty much ended after Saints Row 2. Yeah. Um, I did play 3 and 4. Uh, you know, they were fine, I guess. But um, I really liked Saints Row 2. It had a lot of stuff in it that I really enjoyed. And I think when they started getting too um, Looney Tunesy. Um, they lost me. Um, I can appreciate when they did that and why they did it because they're trying to differentiate themselves from Grand Theft Auto. But as a person who was a fan of the alternative to Grand Theft Auto that was Saints Row 1 and 2, I feel like they left me as a fan of that behind when they created a superhero game, essentially. I think the the part I really liked about at least the older Saints Rows um, honestly had nothing to do with like Grand Theft Auto or or you know, that style as much as like you could have bases and people and there was customization options in that regard. Um, and it felt more like you were managing mm-hmm. as well as playing. Um, and I, and I like management games. So, um, I didn't know that then, but I know that now, obviously. Um, and so I like that stuff about it, but then it, yeah, eventually just turned into, um, dildo bats and superpowers. So, yeah. Um, and I just, I, which a lot of people love. Sure. Um, my mentality doesn't work with those things. So one thing I appreciated nowadays, there's no excuse either way, but one thing I always appreciate about Saints Row one and two as alternatives to Grand Theft Auto is the shooting was tighter. They just shot like third, third person shooters. Mm. Um, whereas like, you know, instead of the lock on system, Grand Theft Auto three being very archaic and old and of its time. And then Grand Theft Auto four, um, kind of doing a hybrid uh of of that kind of system mm. uh saints row you just fucking point the reticle and shoot and yeah. it was really tight and snappy um and so it felt like a more um straightforward um shooter in that in that sense except for it was an open world city do all sorts of crazy stuff and they always have these fun little mini games too which i am sure they will have in this as well um but yeah, there was definitely a place for it back then. And then they kind of turned it into like, they're like, well, what are we going to do? Just make another fucking like open world city game? No, let's like fucking up the ante and get crazy. And, uh, for sure. and they made, you know, infamous and, and fucking uh, every other uh, superhero game ever with uh, four. So where you just become fucking God. So not that great. But anyway, where you, you were saying something? I mean, that's pretty much it. I yeah. uh, I just the direction they went is not my my favorite. And um, when I saw the early, I think it was trailer for this, um, it just it honestly looked like more of the same of the um, version of the game I'm not fond of. So yeah, yeah, it does feel like it's going back to a Saints Row three era, yeah. and that is I think four all, went a little too far for sure. Well, and I think <laughs> a lot of people did like four, but I think the the mass majority of uh, Saints Row fans liked three, which is really interesting because I, I liked three, but I didn't like it as much as two. I thought two was way better. I thought the story was better. I thought it was a little more grounded and just more my style. But I can respect the people like three a lot. And I, so it, it, it makes sense that 
for them to bring this back, they would go towards the one that had the most uh, um, positive review, which was three, I'm sure. So yeah, it just seems like, why are we retreading three when they already happened? Like, why won't you push it further and try and do new things? Maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe this video will fucking tell me. Um, anything else? All right, so let's watch this video and find out seven things we need to know about Saints Row uh, in three, two, one, and go. Filled with manic action and a ton of options for carnage, Saints Row is the latest entry in Volition's long-running sandbox series. As the boss, it's your aim to establish the Saints' criminal organization through often crazy and outlandish means. Here's seven things to know about Saints Row to get you up to speed on what's new. Saints Row 2022 reboots the open world series and embraces a slightly more grounded and relatable brand of anarchy and mayhem than in past entries. Mayhem's no the word for sure. Abductions or Everything's just flying and blowing up. I like how they call it more the trademark and humor and madcap everywhere. antics that has long defined the series. Expect a new cast of characters, new locations, and a load of new activities as you seek to turn a ragtag group of small-time wannabes into it's the titular you Saints on the with roof an all-conquering underworld Is that like Empire. a mechanic? Like its predecessors, Saints Row revolves around anti-hero protagonist The Boss, who represents the player's fully customizable avatar. Bidding to assist the boss in establishing the Saints' criminal enterprises are three colorful this and is the biggest place where they lose me. Who have unique like, we had, like, cartoony criminals in Saints Row, and now we got, like, these weird, like, hipster whose long-standing association people with rival gang yeah. in place of them. It seems useful connections and complicated familiar I don't know who they're trying to appeal to with them. Eli is the brains of the outfit, whose entrepreneurial ambition drives him to make money as efficiently and quickly as possible, regardless of the consequences. And finally, Kevin is a DJ. DJ, fixer, and would-be celebrity chef. Oh. He's another newly converted saint who defects from the organization known as the Idols to help build a criminal empire in which he can feel at home. Saints Row relocates from its regular home on the USA's east coast to the southwest desert city of Santo Alesso. This new area represents the biggest game world and playground in the series and offers a rich new location to explore with a fitting local motto it's that very interesting how desert it is. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Moving around the city reveals numerous hidden points of interest and brings the Saints into contact with the game's three established organizations, Los Panteros, Martial Defense Industries, and the Idols, all of which currently control territory you will need to liberate if you're to grow your own nefarious business interests. As you bid to make the streets of Santo Alesso yours, I feel like there's potential for fun here. Like, it looks like there's a lot of crazy shit you can do, but it also just looks like Saints Row, like the older ones, with upgraded and reflections. From bikes to monster trucks and jet skis to wingsuits, plus it is cool to see, like, more outdoorsy areas, though. It's not enough to simply take territory from rival gangs. You also need to put that territory to work if you're to build a sustainable empire. This is where criminal ventures come in. Essential to the smooth running of your fledgling gang, these seemingly legitimate business ventures are a front for organized crime. This could mean establishing a Bright Futures disposal facility to charge a premium to illicitly dumping toxic waste. There's also a return of the ever-popular insurance fraud activity, yep. for which you'll need to have founded a Shield medical center to rack up those painful but lucrative medical cases. 
The world of Saints Row is fully explorable this in cross-gen and untethered co-op. Play the game from start to finish in side-by-side co-op, or split up and cover more ground without being penalised for moving too far away from one another. Story missions focus both players on a specific objective, but you can choose to skip any you've already completed in your own game. Meanwhile, free roaming exploration is available for those who want to keep their friends close, but their enemies closer, for maximum chaos. Hmm. Saints Row focuses firmly on allowing the player to kit out their vehicles, criminal ventures, weapons and avatar in as slick, serious, surprising or silly a way as they see fit. For vehicles, that means multiple types of paint in a spectrum of I mean, colors, I'm, I'm impressed with how much customization blocks, they keep showing with the game. Tools, it's really cool. Horns that range from the muscle car to the ridiculous but, like, and there's no... much more. Weapons can it's be switched up to turn rocket launches into like how much is how much random things are going on. Like it doesn't feel like there's any like standard of what this world's like. Perhaps the ultimate suite of customization options is reserved yeah, that, for creating uh, the look of the boss themselves with the boss factory, yeah. body types, goofy outfits, and which like if you're just like trying to have fun, blow shit up, you're not gonna give a fuck about that. But like for me, like if I'm living in this game world, I want it to feel like this actually would exist and not just like it. a hodgepodge of alien metal PC, people and crazy laser guns and crazy shit. Oh, it's weird. For more on all things Santo Alesso, keep it here at IGN. That feels like a weird thing to complain about, but I guess maybe I'm making a case for immersion. And it lacks immersion for me in that sense. And you could also argue this game doesn't need to be immersive. It's literally just about blowing shit up and having a goofy story or whatever. But maybe that's just not, maybe that's just not for me. I don't know. I just, I, I mean, honestly, uh, I think it uh, looks visually, uh, and by visually, I mean like the the graphics and the the, the way they've chosen to to style the game. Mm. It looks good, but not in my taste. Um, mm. The gameplay looks like Saints Row, which is fine. It, it looks like they're trying to make a fun game. It's essentially the uh, uh, Michael Bay, you know, the the video game, pretty much. Mm. Like it, it, it looks fine in that regard. Um, I just, honestly, the only problem I have with it, and it's not the game, it's me. I think I'm just not the audience because mm-hmm. yeah, otherwise you've... I have zero complaints like, yeah. about like, it looks like it has lots of systems, lots of side stuff to do, tons of customization. Uh, and it's a big ass, you know, sandbox essentially. And I look at it though, and I'm just kind of like completely not attracted to the way it looks. Which is really interesting because I hear a lot of people saying that as well. People who would be interested in this game. So there's obviously something about it that, uh, I mean, obviously you're just going to be more inclined to not be attracted to it. But it's amazing how many people who would be are also in that camp. Yeah, it just it's it's too goofy. And, and I kind of relate it to like... You know, here's I guess Fortnite would be a good example. It's Fortnite, like, I have kind of zero issues with Fortnite. I think they've mm-hmm. earned the success they have. I think they put True. a lot of hard work into the game. Um, I don't like looking at it. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that ad nauseum on this fucking channel when it comes to that type of visual style, that kind of vibrant, bright, cartoony style, and like you know, spread out a bit. I'd be less critical of it, but it has become a go-to style uh, when you're trying to sell a game to a certain audience um, and this game does kind of look like that which is kind of weird i think a lot of it and it's, i don't think it's in the game itself it's in this the style mm-hmm. that everyone everyone's wearing um you know 
like someone took Homer Simpson's paint or makeup shotgun and shot them with it. Fucking mm-hmm. colors everywhere. Um, and I'm sure that appeals to someone, but to me, it's just way too busy. It's way too busy to look at. Yeah, I think, and not to judge younger people, but like, I think like younger people are gonna be less judgmental on this kind of thing because like, they're just wanting to blow the fucking cars up and do all this crazy shit. I'm gonna want to do that too, but they're going to probably be less inclined. They might even want to make their character look as crazy and stupid as possible. And so that might appeal, but yeah, it's, it, I, I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. Uh, but this kind of game is geared towards me, so, um, and I agree with what you're saying, but I also, I see a couple of things here I'm liking. Um, sure. The co-op sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that the missions are geared for the co-op. If that guy, what he said, and I interpreted it correctly, is right, uh, he made it sound like if you're playing, there's objectives for each person, or you can split up, or you can like stay together, or whatever. Um, that sounds really neat. And also, I think they showed that it showed both characters in the cutscene, which would be very cool. So sure. I'll give them that. Um, it also looks like a tight shooter. Uh, so you got me there. Like I, I, I like a shooter to uh, to play well, and it looks like it does that. Uh, it looks like it has a lot of stuff to do. Uh, and I'm, I keep thinking of the co-op parks. That's the most exciting thing for me. Um, it looks like it'll be a lot of fun to do that with friends. Uh, my biggest problem is with this being the next iteration of Saints Row, the only thing I'm seeing that looks like a new thing is being able to lay on top of cars. It seems like, and maybe that was in four, I don't remember. But uh, but for that to be like the only feature I'm seeing here that seems like it's a brand new thing, it's kind of weird. Because um, otherwise it just looks like Saints Row. And that's fine. It is Saints Row. But I feel like it, it should have maybe been pushed a little further, like bring something new and, and interesting um, to make it a little more um, exciting. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, customization looks cool. Uh, they did a good job there. It looks like you can really fucking make anything you want. You can be a robot or whatever the hell. Uh, other Saints Rows had that as well. Um, but this one, it really looks like they're pushing that. It looks like you, you're you can deck out your vehicles and like neon lights and look fucking crazy as shit. Um, which is cool. I'll probably keep mine a little more grounded visually, but it's cool. You have the options to do that. Um, I am curious about the weapons. We saw a couple weapons in there looked pretty interesting. Also hoverboard as much as I think that's kind of like, you know, crazy and ridiculous for, um, uh, a game like this. Uh, it's probably gonna be fun to ride around on. So, and that's what this game's for. So, uh, I have to just trust that it will be fun. Um, I'm not a fan of the way the character models look. I'm not a fan of the way the characters look in general. Um, I think they're dorky as fuck looking. But I don't know the characters. I haven't played it, so I don't know what their personalities are going to be like. But I can guess, and I feel like I'm going to be accurate on those guesses. Um, luckily, I get to make my own main character, so that will be on me to do that. But, uh, yeah, the, the support characters, I think, look really fucking stupid. Um, and, yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm going to pick this up. I think I'm going to have fun with it. I'll probably co-op with Josh or Sarah or something like that um, if they buy it as well and uh, get some fun out of it. But, yeah, I just I almost feel like this game's a misstep and not a misstep that's going to make it fail. I'm sure it's going to do fine. But I feel like this game could have been something much more exciting. But you know what I would love though? I would love if I play this game and I come back on the next tasty cast after I play it. I'm like, dude, the game's fucking sick. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I would love that. Like anyone listening to this, like, man, he doesn't sound very excited about it. And I come back. I'm like, the game's actually fucking dope. 
Like I was completely wrong and I will 100% do that. You guys know that. So um, I'm hoping that will be the case. But I think at the very least, it's going to be a fun shooter. And I think it's going to be fun to play co-op. So um, definitely looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, thanks uh, IGN. The only time you're ever going to hear me say that for uh, making a, the info uh, video that's uh, easy to digest. Because I, I looked up so many times, I would like Google and be like, uh, what's the multiplayer like in Saints Row, the new one? Is it does it have co-op and pure like? There's no info. And I'm like, there's no info, really? And then here they are going like, yeah, there's co-op. I'm like, okay, thank you, fuck. I just need to know that. So, anyway, uh, anything else? No, I mean, I just want to emphasize, even though my my you know typical <laughs> lack of excitement, um, I do think it looks like a fun time for mm-hmm. the audience it's for. So. Um, I don't have anything like I don't have any negative feelings or anything towards it. It just I it just kind of screams. Uh, maybe I'm too old. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. that's the, maybe that's the problem. Maybe we're just older gamers now. Yeah. So. But I'm looking at the physics and I'm like I like that. I watched I watched her shoot the rocket. I watched dudes ragdoll and I'm like I love that shit. Yeah. There's plenty of things in there I like. Uh, I just kind of get turned off by there's, you know. Easter colors on everything and, uh, everything's led. Um, and even on my, my, my gaming PC, I have led lights, but I like, I keep them pretty tame. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And then, yeah, every character, uh, uh, honestly just kind of looks like a dork and not someone that I should take seriously as a crime person. They look like someone who should be sitting, um, you know, behind a computer trying to stream on Twitch or something. Yep. They don't look like criminals. They look like dorks. They look like somebody older than me thought these characters would be cool for someone younger than me. Like, it just seems out of touch. Yeah. Like, it's... Nobody even looks like that. Like, it's... They, they look like fucking nerds. It's... And not like... A, we're nerds. Like, but they look like fucking dorks. Oh, for sure. Um. Yeah. I think that's been the biggest complaint. A lot of people are saying it's like woke and sjw stuff i don't know i haven't even heard the characters fucking talk uh i just think they're like dorks i won't go as far as to say there's like a political or social thing there i have no idea but um i mean honestly it just kind of reminds me of like you know one of my least favorite things about you know a lot of ubisoft games when they do yep. fashion i don't like their fashion taste yeah it's i don't either very dorky yeah so yeah i'm on the exact same page same here whoever designed the game i'm like you know a lot of customization very cool but i don't think you're sense of style is good so yeah but otherwise yeah I, I hope it's a fun game i hope people who play it enjoy it it looks like they're gonna give you plenty to do in it it'll be a game you can spend a lot of time and it looks like so yeah and the variety of guns look pretty cool mm-hmm. so looking forward to that all right anything else that's it all right let's know in the comments what do you guys think of saints row uh you know let me know if you're uh looking forward to this like no judgment if you think it looks like shit no judgment just let me know what you're thinking about it honest opinions uh what are what is something you were hoping for with this what saints row uh did you want this to be more like possibly i've been hearing that uh a lot a lot of people said they wanted something more like four again and i'm like we are not the same but i respect your opinion for sure um and yeah, are you excited? Are you going to pick it up? Are you going to play it co-op? Are you not going to pick it up? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Saints Row and everything that we talked about. But that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 170. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed, enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. 
Uh, check us out on our socials and streams link down below and uh, check out our discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form and we have a Patreon, if you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, if you're brand new, check out my TikTok. Uh, I make uh, regular uh, little TikToks there. So uh, check it out. And uh, yeah, my name's Seth. Uh, thanks for watching guys. And thank you, Chevy, for joining me until the next episode. Have a good one guys and take it easy.